Hello there, friends. This is Kristen Hall with your 12-Minute Health Bits. Thanks so much for tuning in. This is the podcast that's going to be talking about simple changes you can make on a daily basis to keep your body well and stay above the wellness line. Today we are going to be talking about the power of our thoughts and our words. Main scripture focus that we have for today is faith is the substance of things we hope for, the evidence of things not seen from Hebrews 11.1. So we're going to link that. If we look at Carolyn Leaf's book, Switch On Your Brain, she links scripture to the science concept that she is trying to teach. So what she is showing here is that this Hebrews passage talks about how our thoughts are real. They're physical things that occupy mental real estate. Moment by moment, every day, you are changing the structure of your brain through your thinking. When we hope it is an activity of the mind that changes the structure of our brain in a positive and normal direction. So when we are hopeful, when we're talking about things that are positive, we are actually changing our brain, which is incredible news because that means that if we're stuck in a downward spiral of negative thought patterns of you know, things kind of constantly going wrong and thinking, oh, poor me, or maybe we get in the self-pity, or maybe we're constantly negative about someone else, we can change that. And that's the exciting news. But I want you to really focus on your thoughts and the things that you say just kind of quickly throughout the day. And once I started really being aware of what I was saying and what I was thinking, that is when I really started to transform and I realized how many times throughout the day I'm actually saying something that was bringing me down. Maybe my thoughts or my words were actually bringing someone else down and breathing something over them that maybe they could change, but yet I was breathing that over them. So the one thing that I was doing that I really knew once I started to become conscious and aware of this, that I knew I needed to change was I was constantly saying things like, oh my goodness, I'm so busy, or life is really crazy right now, or this last year has been so rough, or I don't know if you know anything, but our life is just really crazy. And even though those things aren't really bad things, they actually, though, had been bringing me to a place of constant craziness where it was making me feel like it was a bad thing. And so this constant spiral of continuously talking about how busy and how crazy and how I don't have time for anything. Well, if I say that I don't have time for anything over and over and over and over again, I'm not going to have time for the things that I think that I want to have time for. So the reality is, though, when people keep saying, well, I don't have time for that, I have such and such, or I don't have time for that because I have such and such, or I have this, or I have that, 
when people keep saying that, that really means that they don't want to make the time for that. Yes, you may have a very busy schedule and you may have a lot of things to balance and juggle. We all do. Every single one of us does. However, we make time for the things that are important to us. And if you really, really wanted to do something, you're going to make the time for it and you're going to find the time and you're going to figure out how to put that into your schedule. So I really want to encourage you, and this was a journey for me and it still is, I'm still walking this journey like everyone else. I want to encourage you to really focus on, instead of saying, well, I don't have time for that, say, you know, I just don't think that that's a priority for me right now, for our time right now. The other thing that I used to catch myself thinking when years ago, this is a long time ago, I would catch myself thinking, well, I can't afford that. I'm not going to do that because I can't afford that. I can't do that because it costs too much money. So instead of saying that, the reality of that is we can afford what we put value on. And so kind of like the time, we're going to make time for the things that are important or valuable to us. Really is important to us to spend our money on, we're going to figure out how to save money to do it. We're going to figure out how to, you know, reprioritize our spending. Maybe we will take something off of our cell phone bill for a couple months, you know, one of the features or whatever, so that we can save, put that money aside to buy the thing or, or do the thing that it is that we think uh, cost too much money, but it's something that's really important to us that we really want to do. If something is important enough to us, we can figure out how to save the money in order to do it. But if you really don't want to save the money to do it, or you don't want to reprioritize your spending, then it really isn't that you can't afford it. It's more that you just don't want to spend your money on it. And that's not a bad thing. The problem that I see is when people constantly say, well, I can't afford it. I can't afford it. Instead of saying I can't afford it, maybe just say that's something we're just not going to spend our money on right now. And you really don't even need to explain why you're not spending your money on it. You could just say we're not spending our money on that. And so when I started to rethink for myself those, just those couple of things, there were several others that I caught myself in that I had to work through as well. And I still do. Many times I will find myself saying something negative about somebody else or saying something negative about myself. And I think, okay, I'm breathing that over myself or I'm breathing that over that person. And that's not fair to that person. And that's not fair to myself because God created that person. God created me. And we are both inherently his and his creation. And so I need to value that and see that in that way. Page 54 of Carolyn Leaf's book, Uh, switch on your brain. She talks about how all of your thinking is an activity that is real. 
And she has studied this and watched this on brain imaging. So she says that it actually does happen and you can watch your thinking if you do this brain imaging. So one of the great things that she says about our frontal lobes in our brain is that you can use that frontal lobe to step outside of your thinking and actually observe what you're thinking. And you can change it. And that is the cool part. That's the exciting part. So when we talk about wellness, all of this kind of comes into light. All of this comes into light and all of this comes to to make sense when she talks about the fact that the gene myth uh, to truth. So we are under this illusion as a society that all diseases are from our genes. And doctors lead us to believe, not that doctors are bad, please don't misquote me on that, um, but it is a medical mindset, a Western medical mindset that, well, it's just genetic, there's nothing you can do about it. And Honestly, we need to step away from that because we are not victims of our biology. We control our biology. And for me, a personal story, some of you know my health story, some of you do not. I do have one entire podcast on my health journey, which is episode six in season one, if you would like to go back and listen to that. So I'm not going to go into great detail today, but one thing that I do want to touch on is that when I was going through the thick of some of my things that I've overcome health-wise, one thing that I constantly said was my Graves disease or my thyroid disorder or my tremors or my this or my that. And what I was doing, and I didn't realize it at the time, was I was owning that and I was not giving my body permission to heal. And so if you have something that ails you, give your body permission to heal, but you need to release that don't hold it in bondage, release that sickness, release that illness, whatever it is, release it, but don't own it. It's not yours. If it's yours, then you're going to keep it. So when I was working on my healing, I also had to work on my thoughts and changing my thoughts instead of my Graves disease or my thyroid disorder. What I say now is I've overcome a thyroid disorder. If you're not yet healed, you can say I'm overcoming a blank and fill in the blank. I'm overcoming a thyroid disorder. I'm overcoming tremors. I'm overcoming this. That is going to release you with your thoughts. Now, that's not the only thing that's going to heal you. You also have to do the work and you have to look at your diet and you have to look at other lifestyle changes and what supplements and oils you can add in to really help and focus on that healing. But you need to change your thoughts. You can't own that disease. It doesn't have power over you. It does have power over you if you keep letting it have that power over you. Thing that people say or think often, and I myself am included in this, I have said this many times over the course of my life, is I need to lose weight. Now, if you've lost something, your brain is going to think, I need to go find it again. So when we talk about people going on yo-yo diets where they lose weight, then it comes back, they lose weight, and it comes back, well, is it because of the fact that they lost it and their body is thinking, their brain is thinking, 
I need to go find that weight again. And so it could just be one small thing that could really help you if you do lose weight or some of it, your weight does come off, then maybe you, if you transform your thinking into, I'm working on slenderizing or I am working on toning up. I'm working on getting in shape. I'm working on my health. And because really losing weight is, is about being healthier as well. And so if you talk about it more in a wellness side instead of a losing weight side, then it's more of that positive light. For example, that I want to talk about today that's really important to me, it's how we talk about our children and our family and our spouses. If we are constantly breathing over our children, my kids are so bad, they don't listen, I cannot believe, you know, how I can put up with these kids, or my husband never does anything right. He's constantly, he can't fix anything. He doesn't listen to me, those types of things. We are breathing that over them. And so if you constantly are saying that your kids don't listen, what do you think your kids are going to do? They're going to not listen. And so if you can be the one to change your words and change your thoughts, then it's going to help transform the issues that you're having and change them in a way where the first, it starts with you. It starts with you changing that thought about they never listen. How about focus on the times when they do listen and go, man, you really listened well to mommy when I asked you to do this. There has to be a time that they do actually listen. All kids do at some point. But if we focus on all the times that they don't, then that's where we're going to get caught in that spiral again, that downward spiral. Uh, the same with our spouses and, and other family members as well. So this has been a little different episode of 12-Minute Health Bits. I think it's honestly one of the most important of any of them that we've talked about because our thoughts are so valuable. Our thoughts are actually more valuable than any supplement you can take, any oil you can use. But there are some oils that you can use to help kind of transform your thinking. And one thing that I like to do if I notice that I have somebody caught in a downward spiral, I really want to get to the root issue of that. Like if one of my people or myself are caught in that in a downward spiral of negative thinking, I want to help them figure out or help myself figure out because sometimes I don't know for myself what the root cause is of that issue of that negative thought pattern. And so some things that I like to do is I like to take a mixture of equal parts uh, frankincense, stress away, and lavender. And there is a lot of research behind those um, three oils put together to help you release and kind of get to the bottom of things. And so you can take that blend, drop a couple drops into your hand, rub your palms together, cup your palms over your mouth and nose and breathe it in deeply. Now, if I have a child 
who is having an issue, a meltdown or whatever, I will take that blend and I will put it in my hands and I will cut my hands over their mouth and nose if they're so upset that they're unable to do it at that time. We usually try to do three long, slow, deep breaths. So you take a deep inhale in, fill up the belly, fill up the lungs with all of the air that you can while cupping your palms over your mouth with those oils and then you release it out and release as much air out as you can and then do that three times and then see if you can ask them or ask yourself uh, what it is that's going on. You know, is it somebody is bugging you or, you know, there's always a root cause, just like in diseases, there's a root cause to everything. There's a root cause to our thoughts. Why are we thinking this? Are we feeling overwhelmed? Do we need to let something go? Are we saying we're constantly busy because we need to let something go? And so we need to figure out how we can do that. Or maybe we need to write a list and prioritize our time. One of those, what is it that we need to get to, to get to the bottom of what's going on right now in our thoughts and our negative thinking patterns? Sometimes journaling helps. So for a lot of people, they will write out what's going on and using those three oils, the frankincense, stress away, and lavender, equal parts of each. I actually have a, a roller bottle mixed up with those three parts together um, that we will use. You can write it out. You can continue to journal. You can focus on scripture. There are so many Bible verses that talk about the power of our tongue and the power of our thoughts. Our words and our thoughts are so valuable. I'm going to leave you with this verse. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Romans 12, 2. And Carolyn Leaf links that to our thoughts. We can be our own, through our thoughts, we can be our own microsurgeons as we make choices that will change the circuits in our brains. We are designed to do our own brain surgery and rewire our brains by thinking and by choosing to renew our minds. It is very possible to do, my friends. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I want you to be well, be blessed, and remember that our thoughts are so valuable. Catch yourself thinking today and catch yourself really finding a way to transform your thinking in a way that will build up others around you and build up yourself. Thanks so much for tuning in, my friends. This is Kristen Hall with your 12-Minute Health Bits. If you are not a member of my wellness team, I would be happy to add you or you can talk to the person that sent you this podcast. To be added to my wellness team, simply go to my website at www.12-stones.net and click on contact me and I'd be happy to get a hold of you quickly. Or you can simply send me an email at h-u-l-l-c-h-r-i-s-t-e-n at gmail.com. Have a wonderful day, be well and be blessed.